0: Hey there, this is Zach Henderson. Thank you so much for listening. Today's podcast is inspired by a Wall Street Journal article that my grandfather sent me just a couple of weeks ago. And it brought up an interesting mm, thought experiment that I've talked about actually a little bit in the past. Um, And I thought it would be some good food for thought. For you, if you are a dedicated gym goer or trainee, or if you're a fitness coach, there's going to be a little bit to chew on here. So I'm just going to uh, reference the newspaper article that, of course, my grandfather sent me. He's an avid Wall Street Journal reader, and he sends me and my sister articles often in the mail. Imagine that snail mail. I love it. In any case, the title of the newspaper article is as follows. Quote, these gyms want you to leave ASAP. Fitness clubs say their short workouts provide the strength benefits of traditional weights in a fraction of the time. And so my grandfather wanted to bring this article to my attention, not only because obviously it's fitness-related, but also because a business in Nashville is profiled. And let's see here. Here's how it starts. There's a holy grail exercise entrepreneurs are chasing these days. A workout stripped of all wasted time and effort. Well, as an exercise entrepreneur myself... That's exactly what I'm after. Yes, so you definitely have my attention. Uh, over the past couple of years, hundreds of gyms have opened around the country as acolytes try to bring the science and efficiency of what's called biohacking to mainstream fitness. Okay, here we go. And here's, here's a little detail behind what's, what's going on here. Here's the typical shortcut. Uh, strength training exercises that put extra emphasis on working your muscles in both the push phase when pressing the machine away from your body and on the pull phase when bringing it back to its starting position on traditional gym machines people often rely on gravity to help ease the weight back into start position so basically they're talking about uh, machines that uh from what I can deduce here, are actually adding weight on the eccentric, which is actually a pretty cool idea, and I'm kind of on board so far. Um, and here we go. And this is this is where our our local Nashville scene comes into the into the article. Quote: With just six pieces of equipment, Quantify Fitness, a biohacking gym in Nashville, Tennessee tells clients they can achieve full body strength and cardio training plus enhanced muscle recovery by working out for roughly 45 minutes each week. Yeah, well, right on. You know, I've sometimes asked my colleagues in the industry, physical therapists, chiropractors, personal trainers, uh you know, what if there was a magic pill? I mean, with the progression of technology that we obviously can't stop, there very well may well be a magic pill here soon that could essentially just give you the body of your dreams, right? Would we be out of a job? (laughs) What would be the point of exercise if you could take a pill or walk into some machine and you just pop out on the other side, jacked, right? All the muscle you want, as little body fat as you want, boom, you're just there. In that type of a world, what is the point of exercise? And again, would we be out of a job? I sometimes bring this question up to, uh, you know, physical therapists and chiropractors and, and, you know, I ask, you know, you know, what if we get to a point where you can just, you know, push a button and you don't feel pain anymore? Would people even care about their uh, movement dysfunction and, you know, the 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 functioning of their joints if it just didn't hurt? I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting thought experiment. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm not here to, uh, to dog on these biohacking gyms or you know, any sort of fad that may come up in the industry. Let's be honest. If I really cared about exercise fads, uh, I'd go crazy. And I know a lot of my colleagues do go crazy, and they post rants on Facebook every other day about being pissed off about this thing or that thing. Let's let it go. Look, I'll be honest. This sort of machine, this sort of training sounds great for certain populations. You know, people who have movement issues, maybe the elderly, et cetera, et cetera, people coming off of injury. Hey, we're not gonna slow the progression of technology. So stuff like this, as hokey as I think it kind of is, and as skeptical as I obviously am, I can also see how it it could have its place. Right? For, for certain people, and it could do, it could do a lot of good. All right? So I'm not, I'm not dogging on it. Uh, but again, it goes back to if you could just push a button or in the easiest way possible get the, the, the body that you want, and get the results that you want, get the strength that you want, which is essentially what this is promising in a roundabout way. And that's kind of what every new progression and fad, every new thing in fitness is promising, right? Bigger, faster, leaner, stronger, in less time, easier, right? It's what everybody's promising. But in any case, let's say that that solution was actually, uh, like that it actually worked. Let's say, (laughs) let's just say for the sake of argument that you could, get everything that you needed out of, you know, 15 minutes a week on one of these space age machines. Well then what would be the point of training? And I'm pausing here for dramatic effect because I'm hoping that you are asking yourself the same question. What would be the point of training? And as I was getting ready for recording this podcast, And thinking about that myself, I was procrastinating, and I got on Facebook, and this is the first thing I saw when I opened Facebook. (laughs) It was actually a post, and this is just just too good. I just can't make this up. So I opened up Facebook, and the first thing I see is a post from an instructor at my jujitsu studio who made a, uh, a post in our private uh, student Facebook group. And he asked, besides the usual stuff like self-defense, fitness, competition, what is your favorite reason for training? And, wow. Um, Logan, thank you for saving this podcast, because this is what it's all about. Um... And here are some of the answers. Okay, again, these are answers given by people at my jiu studio about why they train, why they train jiu apart from self-defense, right? So again, hey, if we lived in a world where nobody messed with each other, what would be the point of practicing martial arts? Again, it's the same fundamental question. And here are some of the answers. Number one, the people. Another one, stress relief and getting out of my comfort zone plus meeting awesome new friends. It fills me with a sense of purpose, provides a tribe. This answer from a parent. We enrolled our son because we noticed he was getting bullied and didn't know how to protect himself. Two years later, he has tons of confidence, strength, problem-solving skills and sticks up for himself and others Alex says it takes my mind off the bullshit which got a big thumb up Uh, (laughs) and and the last one I'll read here Uh, bettering myself and surrounding myself with people who demand the best from me and vice versa like-minded people removing the ego and living with gratitude. So that is the that is the potential that the right kind of training environment can can give you confidence, meeting new, great, amazing friends, connecting with other people. Connecting with yourself and connecting with other people. If I, if I really had to sum up, you know, the, the answers there, that's kind of what it comes down to. So if all you're doing in your workouts, or I should say if your only goals in exercise are to get bigger muscles or to get smaller, I really feel bad. I really feel bad for you. I feel bad for you because those are goals that usually you never really get to the bottom of. There's always another. There's always another half an inch of muscle to gain. There's always another uh, half a body fat, body fat percentage to lose. And I'm not saying that those goals are bad let's be honest we all have those goals and a lot of times these aesthetic based goals are what get us into fitness in the first place and a lot of times what keep us motivated sure thing there's nothing wrong with being motivated by those types of aesthetic results again i'm not dogging those but if that's the only thing that you're getting out of your exercise habit then A, I'm not sure that that is what's going to sustain you in a healthy manner for the rest of your life. And B, it's just a shame that you're not getting more out of what you're doing. So all that to say, if you haven't found some of these other benefits in your training, Really, training should be a form of self-development, self-improvement, and that could certainly mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but what I would encourage you to think about is how can you grow as a person through your training practice? And that's one of the things that martial arts is just so great for. I mean, I've only been doing jiu-jitsu for about nine months, and I'm, I'm an idiot on the mat. Like, <laughs> I still have no idea what I'm doing. And it's my understanding that that's pretty common over the course of years in the jiu-jitsu practice. But regardless, I've gotten so much out of it. And I was uh, motivated to pick up that martial art, really my very first martial art uh, experience ever, because I knew that that connection was something that I was missing in my own training. You know, as a, as a personal trainer, you make exercise your job, <laughs> you can kind of get into this weird uh, dynamic where your own training suffers and your own training takes a back seat and your own training gets stale because you make it into such, you know, an academic and business oriented pursuit. So I'm really, really glad that I was able to maintain that perspective and take the leap into something that, um, to be fair, I was pretty nervous about, which was starting jujitsu. So all that to say, um, It's about working hard. It's about working hard on yourself. It's about working hard on an art and a craft. And the muscles and the lower body fat percentage is a wonderful byproduct. But what really matters is, is what it's doing for your character, right? So I know that might sound a little bit hokey. (laughs) it's cheesy just coming out of my mouth so i won't i won't belabor the point i think i think you understand what i'm uh, the the thought process that i'm going for here and that is that look we're in 2020 technology is just advancing at an exponential rate and so we know that especially when it comes to our our health and our wellness that technology is going to just totally transform and revolutionize how we how we approach our our health and our fitness over the course of the coming years who knows what that'll look like so i'm not here to you know, demonize on, on technology or, you know, wag my finger at the latest fitness fad. But again, I just want to go back and, and really highlight the point that there's a lot more to training than what we are often marketed Okay? And it's my wish for you that you find some of those deeper benefits and that deeper process of becoming a well becoming a better person through the art of working on yourself right through your training so let's wrap up let's wrap up um, let's wrap up with a quote from uh, the end of this article so. Uh, quote Jason Diaz is a 46 year old New Yorker and quote unquote recovering tech entrepreneur he decided last year to take control of his health after decades of ignoring it while working on startups he's now happy with a New York City smart gym called Hacked and the Hacked gym is uh, looks like it's outfitted with all of these, uh, you know, wonderful machines, um, including a, uh, ooh, a fit 3d biometric, full body scanner among other high tech options. And this is the, this is the quote that I really love here from Jason Diaz. Uh, he says, quote, when you look at 99% of the gyms out there, weight training is still a caveman exercise. You're literally just lifting rocks. Well, Jason, uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. And let me remind you that however many computers you've built and advances in technology that you've been a part of, you are still a caveman.